this is Rob. And this is Sarah. And you're listening to How Much Do We Love, episode number 80. 2008 in the house. Welcome, New Year. Welcome, New Year, and new listeners. Maybe. We might have some new listeners. And old listeners. I like. Old listeners, new listeners. And I don't mean old age. No, we don't have any of those. Well, no, but they're they're welcome. Yeah, they're welcome. (laughs) I didn't mean to imply that. Yeah. (laughs) Old listeners. No, I meant that long-time listeners and new listeners. Yes. Yes. Well, Happy New Year, Rob. Happy New Year. Did you have a nice New Year? I did. We kind of laid low, went to dinner, hung out with some friends. Do it, I think. I think laying low is enjoyable. How much do we love a quiet cocktail party at someone's house rather than drink till you puke? Well, um, you know, New Year's Eve is like prom or, you know, it's like there's this weird manufactured pressure to have a crazy night. Yeah. I just don't care. It It tends to just make people very emotional. Emotional. Yeah, you know, all of that pressure to have a good time. You know, yeah, I always it's feel like too much pressure. Yeah, too much pressure. So, so. um we, we I yeah, we had a nice new year here at yeah. the homestead and I um took as a host gift to um my party hosts mm-hmm. a bottle of the blood orange bitters which we oh, found sturdy. because of yes, which, you know, we, I, we couldn't find here in Chicago when right. we were trying to m- make summer cocktails. Mm-hmm. We found it at the Bevmo. We know that yes. Bevmo has it. And now I have an update of a new source location. Oh, okay. Just wide. Yeah. They have it at Williams Sonoma. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. Just because yeah. if you think of what those bottles look like, just the design of it looks like it would be something that would be at Williams Sonoma. Don't you think? So Exactly. So, yeah. I, you know, at like Cost Plus and all these places, they have big s- displays of stirrings, everything. Right. And they had lots of holiday specials, like weird, like Santa's beard, kisses. Christmas tree Cosmo. martini mix. <laughs> yeah. <I was> like, <laughs> yeah. Sounded just gross to me. Uh-huh. But um, at Williams-Sonoma, they just have like a couple of those martini mixes. And then they yeah. sell simple syrup which i think is odd that anyone would buy simple syrup oh don't i think it's much easier because if you just want to make one drink and you need simple syrup you're really going to bust out a saucepan and make it okay i i can see yes because i think of simple syrup we'll see that oh now you've you've got such a good point sarah because i was thinking (laughs) simple syrup that seems like you know but that's usually when you're going to make like a lot of something in my mind you're gonna have a mojito night but that would make it very easy to do a, one mojito by yourself mm-hmm. if you had a bottle of simple syrup. Okay. Yeah. I stand corrected because that that's a dandy idea. Anyway, they have the blood orange bitters at Williams-Sonoma. Nice. I like 650 that. $6.50 a bottle. Not that's bad. Right. Awesome. A big bottle. That sounds good. I don't think I've made anything with mine. But, you know, I have a little bit of a thing with orange flavor. Yes. But that's what I think as compared to... Those other bitters that we bought, the ones that look like cleaning solution. Oh, the other orange bitters? Yeah, that Those was bad news bears. Those a lot like baby aspirin. They tasted like baby aspirin cleaning solution. <laughs> uh-huh. Those were bad. I actually have tried the blood orange bitters now with just some Sprite Zero. Yeah. And it really isolates the taste. And it does have much more of an actual legitimate bitters flavor to them. So I they bet- don't. Yeah. has that good like gingery, mm-hmm. uh, ginger ale kind of I bet that would be a good stomach settling thing to sip on. I know it's real, real good with whiskey. Mm, yay. Yummy. Well, speaking of booze, as we do often, um, I 
got to try and ha- try a new drink that was actually recommended to me by um, my boss. <laughs> and it's, of that? Yes, and it's delicious. And it sound, has weird sounding combination of ingredients, but it's really good. And it's called an Immaculata. Mm. Um, and here's what's in it. It sounds vaguely religious. It does. Um, <laughs> with the booze aspect, which somehow doesn't fit. Um <laughs> So it's, and I don't remember the proportions off the top of my head, but it's uh, light or white rum, mm-hmm. amaretto, question mark, lime juice, okay. a bunch of lime juice, less lemon juice, and some sugar, you know, like the super fine sugar. Nice. And then you shake it and serve it up like a martini. Delicious. Oh. Delicious. It's this pretty sort of orangey color because of the amaretto just gives it a little color and ooh, mm-hmm. it's good. I don't really, really know how to describe what it tasted like, but and he even said he said this is a great drink. The ingredients look weird, but it's really good. And so I would think all that citrus would cut the sweetness of amaretto. When I think about amaretto, I always think of super sweet drinks. Right. So that citrus would cut all that. But now, speaking of amaretto, I'm 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 having an amaretto renaissance, and I'm having an amarenaissanceetto. <laughs> <laughs> because you know, I, amaretto was like the gateway booze, you know, when you're in college oh, and you're oh, like, oh, I'll have an amaretto sour, trying to pretend uh, like you know what you're ordering when you're at a bar and you're underage, right? Probably. And I never really think of it as a drink that anything that people ever really have. But you know what? It's delicious. Good. Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned last time that you could make, uh, put some amaretto in the cream in your whipped cream gun. Yes. Oof. Delicious. That sounds good. I'm going to do that next time I make whip up some cream. Amaretto with coffee in general is very That's good. It's good. Yes. Well, now, I, so our next topic is, um, is going to come back to amaretto. Uh, but how, and this is sort of a happy new year sort of trying new things topic. How much do we love mm-hmm. trying a new place? Yes. Love it. Now, we've talked in the past about how much we love being a regular somewhere. So this is sort of the opposite end of the spectrum, but also delightful. Um, Absolutely. You can get in a rut going to the same places over and over and over again. Yeah. So here's what we did one night. Um, Me and two friends of mine, uh, it was the last day of work before the Christmas holidays. And I said, let's go get a cocktail happy hour. And we decided to go to this some kind of dive bar. There aren't really a lot of them around where I live. So I said, you know, I saw this place once that had a, the most absurd name, and it looked so divey that we have to try it. It's, <laughs> it's called Beefy's Cabin. Nice. Right? So Beefy's. <laughs> Beefy's Cabin. So we went there, and it was this weird <laughs> dive bar with this. But it was actually pretty large, and it had this huge designated darts, designated area for darts, like with okay. lanes and stuff. I was like, these people will play some hardcore darts. And um, it was definitely like a regular bar. It was an older crowd. Right. Kind of um, not rough, but, you know, like that kind of a crowd. But everybody there was super nice. So we went and had a beer there. And then we decided to go. At that point, we said, you know what? Let's spend the whole evening only going to places we've never been before. Perfect. Which is a challenge I issue to you all, listeners. How else do you find new places? Absolutely. Trying them out. So then we said, well, there's a fish and chips place that's supposed to be pretty decent near me. Let's check it out. Nice. So we pull into this fish and chips, the little shopping center that it's in. And as we're walking up, we realize there's a bar next to it. And I can't remember what it was called, <laughs> but it was 
ridiculous looking. It looked like a total dive. It had this huge sign that had like a martini on one side and then the other side it had like a biplane. It was very odd. <laughs> and it had a big sign that said karaoke tonight. And nice. the best thing about it, no windows. A little scary. Right? But here's the thing about going – because have you done that before? You're like, let's check out this bar. It doesn't have any windows. And I feel like if you are going to go into a bar with no windows, you are making a commitment that you are going to stay for one drink. Oh, absolutely. Right? Because who wants to be that person who walks in, you know, the record player goes, Greek, and everyone turns around and looks at you, and then you turn around and leave. Yeah. Like, don't be a, a chicken. Just do right. it. <laughs> So so we go to the fish and chips place, and it was great. It's this weird, very divey little counter service place, but they had fried everything, Brussels sprouts, everything. Mm. But the fish and chips were really good. So then we, had, we fetched our third friend, and uh, well, while we were at the fish and chips place, we looked up on our phones on um, Yelp, which is a website that I enjoy that we should talk about on a future episode, um, which is a, a review, a user-generated content review site. And I said, let's see what they're saying about this bar on Yelp. And we look at it, and it's like, great neighborhood dive bar. The people here, karaoke is hardcore. You know, they they don't clap if you're not good. It's like American Idol wannabes. We're like, yeah, oh. that's going to be awesome. Nice. So we finish our fish and chips. Our, our other friend shows up. We walk into the bar, and it was totally like the record needle went. Rick! It was like we were in a paste picante sauce commercial and they all went new york city totally <laughs> it was scary a very um peewee's big adventure that's the bar i'm picturing in oh my god that's exactly what it was like like surly kind of rednecky people which i didn't know lived in silicon valley where did they come from they're everywhere there were some mullets and like just women that looked <laughs> like they'd been you know like ridden hard and put away wet and just very tough looking people and everybody looked at us like total stink eye <laughs> It was just crazy. And, you know, like we went and we just sat at a table for a sec to think about what we were going to then send one person up to the bar to order. And this group of people next to us, one of them turns around and was like, you know, it ain't self-service. You're going to have to go to the bar. Like, yeah, yes, we've been to bars before. Thanks. (laughs) It was very disconcerting. And uh, so we had one drink and we got the hell out. And then we went to... But you did it. You stuck it out for that one drink. We did, uh, although I... once we walked in the door, if we hadn't made the pact, we totally would have left. But, you know, sometimes those turn out to be the best places because the people are really fun, and then you end up hanging out with these people that you never really thought you would hang out with. And I love that, right? Yes. This was not the case. So, so then we went to... Um, Toys R Us, which I had been to before, but our third friend hadn't been to this particular <laughs> Toys R Us, which, by the way, is supposedly haunted. Oh. Yes, it was on That's Incredible. Remember That's Incredible? Of course. It was one of the That's Incredible stories. The Sunny really? Va- the haunted Sunnyvale Toys R Us. Yes, my coworker and told me about it. And it's still there. Wow. Still there. If you, you can do a search for it, the Sunnyvale Toys R Us, and you'll find all kinds of information about it being haunted. Nice. So we went there, and then we decided... Okay, we're tired of going to new places. <laughs> Let's just go home and hang out and have cocktails and play video games. But we decided, okay, well then in that case we're going to continue the quest and we're only going to have drinks we've never had before. Okay. And so the third person in our group is not a real drinker and is, is doesn't like too many things and I said, "Well, we'll pick we'll I'll make something for you that you'll like." So this brings yeah. us back to Amaretto. So we stopped uh-huh. by the Bevmo, which is, you know, like a, love the best store. I love it. Love it. And decided that I would make him um, amaretto and pineapple juice. Mm. 
sounds a little weird. You know what? Delicious. Love it. Oh, my God. It's so good. What are you going to call that drink? You know, I, I remember searching around to see if it had a name, and I found a name that didn't seem to be the standard name, but I can't remember what it was, but it was so good. So I'm totally enjoying um, rediscovering Amaretto. Yummy. Yeah. I might need to get a bottle. That sounds well, like something in people. You know, if you get the Di Sirono, it's such a pretty bottle, too. Yeah. That's fun. Love it. Lovely. I one time had an evening where we did – stop me if I've talked about this on the show before. I don't think I have. Where my friend Katie and I did a dive bar crawl. Oh, that's good. It was really fun. It's, my friend Katie um, used to work for the Chicago Trolley Company. Oh, fun. So she had access to these trolleys. And mm-hmm. so she got one of her um, coworkers to donate his time mm-hmm. and um, to drive us around in a trolley for the evening. Awesome. And what we, what she got him to like donate his time. And then we were all going to just pitch in money at the end of the night Mm -hmm. as like a gift for him. Right. So what we did is everyone who came had to bring the name of a dive bar that they love or that they um, had never been to either Mm -hmm. one, just some like, and it was like, people were encouraged to do, oh, what, you know, that dive bar on your corner, because right. every corner in Chicago has some sort of, like, little local Schlitz beer totally. kind of bar. And everyone wrote names of bars and the addresses on pieces of paper. We put them in a hat at the front of the trolley, and we just drew bar names. Fun. And we went to whatever came out. It was amazing and i went and i have since then gone back to several of those bars because they were like oh you know if you're like in a neighborhood where you maybe don't know where everything is you're Mm -hmm. like oh there's a really really fun dive bar with a great jukebox right down here you know i love that i love a dive bar well it doesn't have to be necessarily a dive bar but like a bar where it's just regulars it's not like a scene bar where there's the scene you know there's a there's a funny bar like that i feel like maybe it got bought it's called the Balmoral Tap? What was that place called? It's on Clark Street on the corner. I think it's on the corner. It must be on the corner of Balmoral, but it's like super dive. I think maybe it's gone and it turned into a little cafe or something. But that was oh. completely one of those places. It was the best. I think, right. I think, was it, uh, it was across from where the Delwood Pickle was? Uh, Yeah, it wasn't. Yes, it was Balmoral. on that side of, yes, but it was on Clark, but on the corner. Yeah, I think that's where called... Taste of Heaven is. Yes, it's Taste of Heaven now. That's what it is. It's just also a good place. Oh, my. Delicious. What was that? Sorry. The, the runny nose. Oh, this is a strange sound. <laughs> no, I was thinking about maybe since it's the New Year's doing like a bizarro cast of how uh-huh. much do we love catching a cold at the holidays? How much do we love going to the gym for the New Year? You know all what? of those totally. like bizarro things that things I that we're all enjoy. doing but we hate. <laughs> exactly. Guess, guess who joined a gym? You. Yes, I hate it. I Guess like who's going. finally taking advantage of the membership I've had for a year and haven't used yet? You. Me. <laughs> I just don't like it. It's not with fun. my runny nose. Right. <laughs> I'm on that treadmill with my runny nose, breathing out of your mouth, like because you can't breathe through your nose. Exactly. I wake up every morning gasping for water because I've been breathing through my mouth all night long, and I'm like, <laughs> oh no, water, water. All right, so people. What are some? Go try a new place and tell us about it. That's a challenge. Tell us all about it. Um, was it we good? love was that. Was it scary? Did were you afraid to go into the ladies' room because you might get killed? That's I I had to pee and I was like, <laughs> I'm not going here. 
these people. <laughs> they like seriously, it was like a you know, it's like all of a sudden the camera cuts to different all the different tables and all the people are whispering to each other but looking at us, you know, yeah, totally yeah. got to the corner of their eyes. We're like, "What on earth?" It was very weird. <laughs> All right, take us to our last topic. Our last topic is something that actually just happened to me moments before we started um, recording, and I thought we've got to come up with some sort of term for this, and we're calling it the Narnia Pantry. (laughs) Which is also a good fake band name. Exactly. (laughs) Narnia Pantry would be an awesome fake band. Ladies Uh, and gentlemen. Tonight at the Metro, it's Narnia Pantry. (laughs) So Nar- the concept of a Narnia pantry is when you open up your pantry and it's a, especially good if you, uh, like our pantry is right next to our refrigerator and it's a, it's a narrow cupboard, but it's very deep. So a lot of times things get lost in the back. Like I'll be um, looking for something. I was like, wait a minute. I didn't know that we had a 18 cans of tuna. Right. I should, I should make some tuna fish. Right. And tonight I, the very bottom of the, pantry is where I keep the booze mm-hmm. like the hard liquor so I'm going through oh my gosh I just would like a little cocktail while I'm podcasting and I'm like okay let's see there's like really nice scotch and tequila and gin and like stuff that I don't drink normally mm-hmm. and then I see like gleaming in the back a very <laughs> tall skinny bottle and I was like what and it's a bottle of Palma which had, I would say, approximately four and a half ounces of Palma still in it. Delightful. Oh, that's a good one. So delightful. I was like, thank you. It was like, it was the drinking equivalent of finding a $20 20. bill in in your suit coat that you haven't worn in a year. (laughs) I thought, so I, while we've been podcasting, (laughs) I've had two, I mean, it was enough for two drinks. I had two Palma and Sprite Zeros as we sat here. I'm having sparkling water. Mm, I love sparkling water. Me too. Well, the other, see, now there's the other, I, I totally love that. I love the Narnia pantry. I'm trying to think if I've had a Narnia pantry experience lately. For me, sometimes it goes the other way. You're like, do, 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 what's in the pantry? And then you're like, what, why do I have this? Like, for in my case, for a while, I realized that I had five cans of pumpkin. <laughs> why 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 did i have five cans of pumpkin and it was funny because just before thanksgiving a friend of mine was emailing that he was going to the grocery store and it was my friend who was cat sitting for me while i was out of town and uh-huh. another it, he had messaged something about oh i have to can't believe i have to go to the grocery store the wednesday before thanksgiving it's going to be a zoo and then he was like god i can't find any pumpkin and i was like well wait wait <laughs> there's six <laughs> cans of it in my kitchen when you go to feed the cats take as many as you Want. please because why do i have that i don't know you know what there was a it maybe it's maybe it's something about thanksgiving because there was a period of time where i know i had three cans of cranberry sauce as well which i don't eat well you know and i think sometimes those are things especially right before the holidays that you yeah. might have a they might be a bogo or from i think in my case it's like oh i don't know if i have this but i should get a can and then i i have it at home already and then somehow I do it five times in a row. <laughs> That's how I am with cumin. For some reason, I have four. Why do I- you know where I got some of my cumin? When you moved, you were like, uh, um, Rob, I found three things of unopened cumin. I have Please. multiple <laughs> you cumin, gave too. Me. I still have some from you moving from Chicago. I think multiple cumin is opening for Narnia Pantry and their Midwest tour. <laughs> multiple cumin. Multiple cumin. Tonight. <laughs> Opening for Narnia Pantry. Narnia Pantry, yeah. Ah. Mul- 
Yes, I think it's because I don't use cumin that much, and so I'll be like you'll, at the store, and be always... like, I'm going to make chili. Oh, shoot, do I have cumin? I'll just get some. Yeah. And then you have, I think I have three containers of cumin in my spice rack right now. I love it. What on earth? And it's not like, you know, spices don't last forever. No. I'm sure I should probably just toss them all and get another cumin <laughs> from the 21st century. But I don't know. We have a lot of, actually, that's on my to-do list of my, like, um, getting my house all, like, spring. I'm doing a winter purge, I'm calling it. Before mm-hmm. I can do spring cleaning, I'm going to purge a lot of things. Oh, yeah, that's good. So one of the things I'm going to do, and it's on my list, is to go through the pantry and clear out things that, especially canned goods that are in there, yeah. that have been in there for so long and that we're clearly not using, yeah. and take them to a food pantry, like yeah. a, a someplace that can distribute them to people. Because every time we go to Doug's mom's, she sends us home with like a little like Starbucks shopping bag full of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, we, ne- we never even really look and see like what it is. Like canned goods? Yes, she just, what? she has this thing. I don't know. I, she, it's like this, I don't know. She's just, <laughs> she's like, hey, here, uh, do you guys need some string cheese? Do you need, you know, and she throws some stuff in there that we use a lot. But then there's always like cans of like, Dinty Moore stew and like um, Campbell's chunky, you know, and stuff that I just would never ever eat. And always tuna fish. She always puts in at least two or three tuna fishes. That's so funny. So we have tons of canned goods. So I just decided the other day, I'm like, let's just let's take these to someone who could really use them because they're yeah. not doing us any good sitting here. And they're blocking the view of my palma, frankly. Yes, frankly, you could have had that, but but you know what? That's kind of good because then you got to have the surprise palma. Yeah. Otherwise, you'd have just drank it up a while back. Surprise Palma is also on the ticket with it, it's multiple like humans. It's like fake Bandapalooza. <laughs> um, Surprise Palma. Surprise Palma. I had this pantry revelation. Um, that's maybe the name of the, of the tour. <laughs> pantry revelation starring Narnia Pantry with special guest. Multiple human and surprise mama. Surprise mama. Um, you know, I, I my last kitchen, the pantry space was very, very limited. And, um, you know, the place that I live in now has an awesome kitchen. And I have yes. so much cabinet space. And yes. I had gotten out of the habit of just having staples because I didn't have room really for anything. Right. So I had this moment. And did I talk about this on the show? I don't know. I, don't so. I had this moment in the grocery store that I got giddy with excitement. <laughs> It's really sort of pathetic. I was at the store and all of a sudden I thought, you know what? I have empty cabinets. I could have staples. I'm going to get this five cans of tomatoes. I'm going to just, every time I go to the store, I'm going to get a few extra things so that I actually have a well-stocked pantry. So totally. exciting. It was, I, I, it was, and then I was like, I'm just going to go up and down the aisles and pick some stuff out. Cause I always just had to buy the bare minimum of what I needed right. because I didn't have any room. So now it it's like tuna fish up. in the cart yes. you go. Yes. Taco seasoning. Here's your spot. Future topic is taco night. I just had taco night recently. We had it last night. It was so good. I turned it into taco salad night. That's what we did. Oh, this is a mini topic officially right now. We had taco (laughs) night last night. And I had been so long since I've had like yummy, like McCormick spice packet (laughs) taco mix. Oh, it's good. You know, as a kid, my parents would have taco night periodically. And it wasn't until maybe like fourth grade that I had taco night at my friend Amy's house where they mm. had sour cream as a condiment. Yum. And I, it's hard for me to, I love that so much. 
that it's hard because that was just you know a turning point it's like never again am i having the taco without sour you know like taco night tacos without sour cream and um not like real tacos at a mexican restaurant but i right taco night and i how did i even funk how did my whole family function without that until then we never had it growing up that's for sure but i went through i i used to be that i couldn't have taco salad night without ranch dressing Oh, it does kind of go with taco salad, doesn't it? Yeah, ranch. but um, I can do okay without ranch if I have sour cream and salsa. Well, now wait, what does Doug put on tacos? I make our tacos with ground turkey, so he can do whatever he wants because oh. he can have cream. Oh, got it. Okay, yeah, there yeah. you go. Perfect. So, and it and it tastes exactly the same. If you get the seven percent, seven percent lean turkey, and yeah, not the super all yeah. white meat. Dry, no, that's gross. Dry, gross turkey. Blech. All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up. It does. Sweet. Well, happy new year, listeners. Yes. Um, we're looking forward to a good 2008. We sure are. Yeah. And um, we will see you next time. Sounds good. Bye, everybody. Bye.